all stations vary. They vary in genre. They vary in, in competition. They vary in audience sizes. Every station is going to be different. So there's absolutely no way for a sales rep to honestly try and price them all the exact same price for all stations underneath their umbrella, considering all of those variables. This is game-changing information guaranteed to raise your real estate wholesaling business with actionable steps you can take immediately to navigate the ins and outs of wholesaling and start making money today. Join us as we put our guests in the hot seat and dive deep to dissect their strategies for success to enable you to duplicate their results. You're listening to Wholesaling Inc., the only show dedicated to making you a fortune in wholesaling. Hey there, and welcome back to the Wholesaling Inc. podcast. I am your host, Grace Mills with REI Radio 2.0. And today I really wanted to talk or at least share, you know, a few ways that radio stations can honestly take some serious advantage over on, on investors who are trying to get their, you know, their radio ads or get marketing on radio, especially for the first time, uh, and even some ways potentially of how to avoid that. I occasionally I'll have a student come in and they'll say, well, hey, Grace, you know, I've done radio in the past or I did it previously, a little bummed out. I don't know if I really want to try it again. Uh, You know, I didn't have that great of experience. Uh, I don't think it produced very well. And I'll say, really? Okay, let's look through your last deal. What I usually like to do is get my hands on their last deal. I've looked at enough radio contracts to know a bad deal when I see one. So uh, immediately if someone says, well, hey, I don't you know, didn't really work out. I'm going, huh, what would happen? There's something that would have happened very early on um, that would have affected your ability to honestly produce very well. And when I look through those, you know, their previous uh, deals or their previous agreements that they ran on, there's typically a pattern of of red flags, uh, you know, and they usually would fall into one of the three buckets that I, I want to go over with you guys today is, again, three of the most common or the three most common major ways that a sales rep or a radio station at a sales rep can um, can take advantage of you potentially as an investor trying to get your ads up on on air for the first time. You know, firstly, just for context, I'm going to use the term sales rep. You know, that's just, (laughs) you know, that's just what I I use to refer to them as. But it is a sales representative is ultimately just a, a radio salesperson. They are, you know, if you were to approach them and, you know, you're potentially looking to get on air, that's who you're going to actually negotiate with is the sales person, the sales representative, or as I typically refer to them as the sales rep. Um, Once you negotiate said stations or whatever it is that you wanted to actually do um, and you agree to, you know, whatever terms that sales rep then almost starts to serve as an account executive or account manager. Um, And they're going to oversee and manage your account, quote unquote, meaning, you know, all of the things that you agreed to, you know, so if you picked up a station or two stations that they're going to manage and oversee all of those things and be your main point of contact ultimately. So should you have any questions, you run into any issues, that's going to be your go-to. If you want something double or triple checked, or maybe you're thinking of expanding, that is who you're going to go to. You're going to go right back to the person that you originally negotiated with. 
Now, just jumping back into uh, the ways that you can be, you know, taken advantage of as you're trying to get your actual ads up. Um, the first major place is definitely price. It's price. Price is like the biggest, 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 biggest way for you to be taken advantage of. And once you agree to that price and you hand over that money, it's usually downhill from there, uh, <laughs> you know, because it is it's setting you up almost for, you know, slight failure is the fact that you were manipulated on price right at the gate. This happens because you are talking to a sales rep. Yes, it's a radio sales rep, but that is still a salesperson at the end of the day. And if you know anything about salespeople, they like to make money and to make as much money as possible. And radio sales reps are trained to push for as much money as possible right out of the gate. You know, if you were to approach them or, you know, and as I can usually tell with, you know, a couple of students, you know, if they've tried it previously, um, is that in a sense, you're almost getting suckered into uh, what I would roughly call the retail pricing of radio. Sales reps will throw you their retail price initially. That's just what they do. A lot of people, unfortunately, you know, not knowing how to approach stations or even, you know, understanding how to buy it, bite on it. And they just take it. They don't challenge the sales representative in any particular sort of way. Um, another thing that can affect that is, uh, you know, and this is just for keeping your back pocket, <laughs> you know, just so you have an understanding. If you're coming across like you're almost too excited um, or you're like, I'm in a rush to get this done, I'm ready to go, name your price. That is the absolute worst thing that you could tell to somebody that was already trying to manipulate you on price. It's like as soon as you, you know, kind of ran over to them or you, you know, you call them up and they can hear the fact that you're a little bit more interested in doing business with them than maybe they are ready to do business with you. You've opened up that hole to be manipulated on price even that much more because they're trained to retail out there to you. Now, if you come across like you're super ready and you're so excited and you're in a hurry to get this done and you're ready to pay whatever price, name your price, and you know, then that sales rep is going, huh, that sales rep is getting ready to have a field day with you in terms of numbers. That's just the game. Um, <laughs> you know, and uh, so they will definitely right out of the gate, they're going to try and manipulate you on price as much as possible. This becomes problematic as well because, you know, occasionally I have a student that says, well, oh, of course, I went back in and I, I did haggle myself a discount. And I'll look at the numbers and I'll go, you know, not really. Um, it's because, you know, the sales rep is going to throw out retail as they are trained. But a seasoned sales representative or sales rep that just really likes to make extra money whenever they can, um, they usually will tack on an extra amount on top of that retail. So when you came in to haggle, you only haggled right back down to where they still wanted you to be. You didn't really haggle anything. But in, in your minds, you're thinking, oh, hey, well, I, I was able to haggle myself down a discount. No, the sales rep got you right back where they still wanted you. And they do that on purpose. And that's just how they're trained. And in terms of being able to, again, pull out as much money as quickly as possible for incoming you know, uh, clients. And again, that's a setup for you because it starts to go downhill from there if you got manipulated on price. Now, the other piece about being manipulated on price is they will manipulate the entire conversation, um, if you will. And uh, you know, maybe they'll say to you, hey, um, this is the greatest running rate I have, or this is the best price that I have available to you. This is a great rate, or I've already discounted it. Uh, no, that's not how that works. <laughs> 
Um, they will tell you that they've discounted it. They will tell you that this is the lowest running rate or this is the best thing that they can do. That is not accurate. It never is. Because again, they're already trying to aim to get as much money as possible. The other place that I find is that uh, in, in some cases, students were almost pushed into this idea that there was like one flat fee for all of their stations, right? Just so that I can clarify this for you in case you know you ever come across this information, there is absolutely no one running rate for all stations. Absolutely not. There's no way that a sales rep can come over to you and say, well, hey, I've got four stations underneath my umbrella. Here's uh, the same rate is going to run on all these stations. Like it's one price. This price for station A is the same exact price for station B and station C has the same exact price and station D has the same exact flat you know, price and they're all the same. That's not going to happen. Why is because all stations vary. They vary in genre. They vary in, in competition. They vary in audience sizes. Every station is going to be different. So there's absolutely no way for a sales rep to honestly try and price them all the exact same price for all stations underneath their umbrella, considering all of those variables. But they, I have definitely seen, you know, a couple of uh, people be manipulated um, into believing that that was the actual case. No, that is just a sales rep again trying to make as much money as possible. Now, I prefer to approach stations with a buying strategy based on their actual data because I'm already aware of that all stations will differ in competition. So a station that is a little bit more competitive, yes, you know, that sales rep will definitely try and play, uh, price the station even that much more higher. It's competitive. And if it's doing really well or it's super popular, that station is genuinely going to cost a little bit more money. There is a station that's a little less competitive that wouldn't be priced the exact same thing because with less competition, they want to invite more business into that actual Station. And then I like to make sure that I keep my eye on audience sizes as well, you know, in terms of determining what the buy should be um, with the actual audience. And I like making sure our students understand that as well, that there are multiple ways to approach buying a station and that your best case scenario is buying it based on their actual data. There, you know, there's nothing to really argue with there. People lie, but numbers don't. And that's why <laughs> it's best to approach it based on the actual data to kind of avoid some of that um, that actual fluff. But in all essence, you have to just be very careful and take it with a grain of salt. They're great talkers. I mean, they'll they'll develop the bestest rapport, make you feel like you're great friends, your soup, your buddies, build some common ground with you. But you know, you've got to make sure that you keep in mind that their end goal is to try and make as much money as possible. Now, will you still run into, you know, some good sales reps out there? Absolutely. Uh, more often than not, though, you might, especially initially going into buying, uh, you know, radio ads for the first time, it's very likely to run into the person that was like, ah, let me just see how much money I can make out of this, you know, individual. But there are still some good eggs, uh, you know, potentially out there. You just want to be careful again and take everything with a grain of salt. Now, aside from price, and again, like I said, price is pretty major there. The second most common way for a sales representative or sales rep or for you to really be taken advantage of as a new investor um, is on the products and services. What I mean by products and services is this is typically bundled or packaged together. Um, and the sales rep will try and get you really excited and say, well, look, I'm going to throw in, you know, uh, this element and I'm going to throw in these items in here too and give you the, you know, a, a great bundle package here, you know, to go along with, you know, what we discussed at XYZ price. 
And to be honest with you, most of what's included there in terms of those individual products and services are probably things that you honestly didn't even need. (laughs) If not that those individual items were also individually being manipulated on price as well. Think of it like a cable package, you know, for all those that still are using cable. (laughs) And if you've already cut the plug, just follow me here with this example. But um, think of it like a cable package. So if you go to a a cable company, um, a sales representative there, again, would still try and approach you with this package. Like, here's this cable package that I can give you. It's going to come with internet. TV, it's going to come with a house phone service, and and here's some premium channels at this price. That might sound amazing um, until you start, you know, tearing it completely apart, tearing the bundle apart, and looking at it on an individual basis. And then you may see, well, hey, what do you know? If everyone in my household has a cell phone, that house phone doesn't sound like a great steal because I don't have any issues right now with communicating with people, and you know. <laughs> Everybody in the household has a has a cell phone. So what good is the house phone being bundled in there? And then maybe you start looking at all of those premium things they threw in, those premium channels that they were selling you on. You look through all of the channels that they have listed and you're like, I don't even watch 80% of this stuff. That's even if you have time to sit still and even watch TV, right? So again, <laughs> radio sales reps will pretty much play the same card with trying to bundle and package all of these things that sound exciting, um, you know, and premium, quote unquote, to uh, sort of <laughs> make you feel like you're getting a great deal. But again, when you pull them apart, there are things you probably didn't need. For instance, you know, you have the traditional advertising, which means putting your ads actually on the radio, uh, but you'll run into a lot of stations who are going to offer digital products or digital services, um, things like, you know, website banners, you know, maybe even trying to help you with like social media management, things like that. In essence, it might be, you know, maybe depending on who you are, those might be things that are right up your alley and things that you would have needed. More often than not, I find that those things are unnecessary. um, And if not, they're priced too high to have, especially the station do it. Uh, It's usually things that you probably could have done in-house yourself for free, or you probably could have just outsourced and found someone else to do it slightly cheaper, should you have been actually interested in that item. Most of the students, as I'm looking through their deals, there were things that they didn't even need. I was like, hey, were you actually interested in this? They're like, no, I actually didn't even realize that was bundled in there. I'm like, well, you're paying for it. You're paying a pretty good price (laughs) for that extra product and service to be included in a bundle that apparently you didn't even want. Um, but you know that is a that is a second way that that usually comes up is definitely unnecessary products and services that were included. And I'd I'd say the third um, and not that it's less you know important for you to pay attention to, but the third way you can honestly be taking advantage of there is with the actual station selections themselves. These radio sales reps know what they know very well. They know their general stations and they know their training very well. Now, of course, if you were to contact them and you explain that you know you work in real estate or however you want to phrase that, they're going to build some common ground and say, oh, I, I know a thing or two about real estate. Uh, if I had a dollar for every time I heard that, I'd probably be in retirement right now. But neither here nor there. <laughs> Just be very clear on understanding that they are not experts on this industry by any means. Um, Now, you can do your very best to explain it and explain what you're looking for, and then they will turn around and do their very best to um, put together the stations that they believe should really fit you. 
the problem there is that there, you know, there are a lot of people that have some, I don't know if you will, preconceived notions or even misconceptions in general around real estate investing or, you know, even wholesaling specifically. A lot of people have a in, in one sense, maybe the wrong idea. Sometimes if you are talking to someone, you can tell you're like, you're like, no, that's not quite it. And that will definitely hurt you if that uh, is the case, especially with the sales rep that you are dealing with. Their limited knowledge is what they're going to be applying to helping you select a station. Once you pay for a station and let's say, you know, it turns out it was a bad selection because they are not clear on your target audience. Like they really have no real idea of trying to seriously pin down your target audience and then trying to figure out how to best um, you know, position that on their actual station. To be honest with you, they're trying to get your business. So in one sense, some of the stations they may select for you were not ever going to benefit you, but they weren't going to tell you that. They're not going to say, oh, I'm so sorry out of the four stations that I have underneath my umbrella, none of them fit your target audience. You should probably take your business somewhere else. Absolutely not. A sales representative like say, what? No, absolutely. We can make this work. Um, you know, here's <laughs> here's the best station I think that is going to work out for you. And it takes pretty, you know, months down the line for you to realize that that was actually a bad buy or a bad selection. And by then you're going to approach the sales rep and say, well, hey, you know, the station didn't produce really well. Well, they're not going to give you a refund. You get an agreement where you're going to pay a certain amount of price to run on that station and you've already handed your money over and paid them. They're going to say, oh, I'm so sorry that didn't work out for you. I'm, I'm sorry to hear about that. They're not going to take any responsibility for it. If anything, I find that they will use that as an opportunity to blame you for your lack of producing. You know, they'll say, are you sure you had everything up and running the way you said? Or, you know, were your sales team handling everything the way they are supposed to? They're not going to take responsibility on the fact that they, you know, gave you a poor selection. Um, again, they just have very limited knowledge to this industry overall, let alone really trying to help you pinpoint um, where you should be on a target audience. Station selection is incredibly important to getting radio set up. It is one piece of it, but it is one piece that, again, will really hurt you. Just like you can get hurt on price and the wrong products and services, getting on the wrong station is going to be a really bad uh, you know, move for you. Yes, there are homeowners everywhere. Believe it or not, there are some stations that serve more renters than they do actual homeowners. And then there were what are the types of homeowners that are actually there listening? I like to make sure we sort through all of those things. Um, and then on top of that, um, you know, there are multiple station options within one market, especially to find a target audience. Um, you can have one type of target audience and find that same target audience, maybe across six or seven different stations in your market. Well, the sales rep may not tell you that initially or be very honest about the fact that you probably could have went somewhere else. And that somewhere else may be a station that was a little less competitive and therefore might even have been a little less expensive for you. A sales rep, again, is not going to tell you that right off bat. So in approaching station selection, I like to make sure that we look at the entire market of every single option because there are plenty of options in your market. And I like to really make sure that we always pinpoint what's what, who's who, and find what's best for you. Just because there is a great station out there, it doesn't mean that you need to pay that price for that station because we might be able to find, again, that target audience somewhere else and, and probably pick it up a little bit more cheaply. Now, <laughs> those are really three of the most major ways that it could be taken advantage of. Again, that price, product, service, and station selections. You know, as you're a new and you know, as you're an investor looking to get radio ads up and running, um, you know, for the first time uh, potentially. <laughs>
I really wanted to share that with you guys. Uh, you know, again, like I said, it comes up, you know, occasionally a student is a little bummed up, bummed out. And I'd hate for anyone out there to be sitting there and going, well, maybe I tried it previously and it didn't work and I never want to try it again. Do not allow like your bad experience with a bad sales rep and a bad deal make you think that radio doesn't work at all. There's over 200 radio markets across the United States. Like, and it's a one of the le- uh, you know least competitive you know marketing channels out there especially with this particular industry and i'd hate for people to miss out on a great marketing channel because you it ended up being a bad deal put together a bad sales rep you just got a bad egg who put together a bad deal but <laughs> hopefully this was a little bit more helpful for you guys just so that you have it in your back pocket and you have a much better understanding of what you're looking at potentially now as usual if you do have any questions or um, if you are still considering the REI Radio 2.0 uh, program, if it is up your alley and something you uh, think may be a good fit for your business, or maybe you want to fill it out, please feel free to go over to the website and, and book a call at wholesalinginc.com forward slash radio. Uh, we are always happy to answer any questions that you may have that doesn't hurt. <laughs> uh, but I will catch you guys on the next podcast. That's all for this episode. Your next step to success is to continue the conversation over at wholesalinginc.com by joining the mailing list as well as get your chance to book a strategy session to learn the systems and become part of the tribe and work personally with one of our amazing coaches. We'll see you next episode with more ways to make you a fortune in wholesaling.